about to make a song called Tidal Wave. Should I do it right now? I bet. Shoot your shot. Bought on live, bought on live. Bought on live, bought on live. Shoot your shot. Bought on live, bought on live. This shoot your shot. Yeah. Never has. I like it a lot. Yeah. I got the rock in my hand, bitch. So we got a shot. They don't speak my language. We don't gotta talk. We've been gone for days and they don't gotta stop. Uh, it's exciting. It's an exciting day. Is there already a celebration in the air when you walk when you when you walk the streets of Nashville? There's like a celebratory vibe. I try to explain it to people. Like, you can go to New York, you go to Chicago, you go down. There's a great energy. There's a lot of people. Foot, you know, people, everyone hustling and bustling. If you're down here, you're turning up. You're you're here to like. There's, there's an undertone of celebration, literally, because like it's bachelor, bachelorette parties, birthdays, anyone in the South, in the Midwest, looking for a fun place that's not gonna do Vegas. When's it, the last time we filmed a bottle online conversation was about like three months ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If, we did all that more. in Scottsdale. I've, I've lived in three places since then, haven't I? Where uh, I go, you've Montana? I've been in Montana and you've been here for sure. And Where else were we? Tampa, I was in Tampa and at Stroman's Tampa, house for yeah. two months. Yeah, so yeah. it's been a while. It's been a while. Tried to corral your ass to every, I think, every location. Montana got lukewarm, never really got hot. The coolest thing about the Montana <laughs> thing, though, that I got to see from a distance was the thing that's helped me through the ball and wine and everything else is, is Evan. And, uh, He's the shit, that man. Dude. What, a, what a lesson I learned and what a dope thing I got to sit back and see through the You Never Know podcast that you guys did together because that guy is fucking sharp. He's, man. he's the best. That guy is sharp. Dude, when I stumbled upon him, like, obviously, you know, I had, it's interesting, because I remember you, I introduced you to the hot boxing, and then, like, we both, like, said we loved Eben. And uh, I remember in Scottsdale, you might have, like, an exchange DM with him or something. And at that point, he was on hot boxing, we were just fans. And I was thinking, let's get Johnny on hot boxing. You know, that would be a great conversation. And then I was gonna hit Eben at the right time about that. And then, Around that time, I'm in Montana. I see on YouTube, like, hey, like, this, you know, the new Hotboxing episodes didn't have Evan. There was like an uproar in the comment. Like, I went to the Instagram, it was like thousands and thousands of comments, like, where the fuck is Evan? You know? Well, the so, guy's the vibe, bro. The guy's. Yeah. Uh, the and they fucked up. It. They fucked up. I mean, to each his own, man. Maybe that things always go certain ways. You don't yeah, no, understand. Yeah, no, for sure. He's, bro, the guy is mobbed it and handled it on his own to where he's like, it's better. I get it. He gets it. Yeah. He gets it whether a lot of people don't, which is which is the dopest part. When you can handle and take uh, what some people accept as failure and just choosing your own right of it, it's not meant to be, and you move on and mod it and grow with it and make you and, better. And dude, that's something I saw as like, damn, that's how you handle a situation like that. Yeah. And like, and in person, like when we first talked, like we had a heart to heart, like the first phone call. I had messaged him. I was like, it's fucked up. I need you back on Hotbacks. And he was laughing. I was like, yo, I'm in Montana. I knew he was like a big nature guy, and I was just like, yo, come, come catch this vibe out here. And he fucking drove. He drove from LA. Sick. Never met the guy. But we had a heart to heart, and I was just like, dude, this guy's, one, he's like, he doesn't, he doesn't even know it, but he's like hilarious, and he's really, he's like, he's like, the, he's like fucking Paul Bunyan walking around, like, but he's like spiritual. Like, he's like huge guy, just looks like he's out of a movie. It's weird, it, the, whole, the whole thing, and the vibe is the same in person. But 
he was like super honest and in person, just like he was in the trenches about it, you know, and it was amazing to see him. He literally like, we did three episodes. By the end, he was like a different, he was like had talked himself through it and was just like, it almost had helped him just to have the conversation and be, and like, not even, not even that he needed it, but it, it like fleshed it out for him. And it, you could tell he's like. I think we've seen that in a lot of stuff that like we've done around people. I think it's, uh, we're getting away from like the mainstream like type of shit where it's okay to just be a dude and be a bro and hang back and have some fun and still continue. Like I learn more through my guys, man, like being around dudes and you doing something that you share with me that I share with somebody mm -hmm. else between my collection of people. And it's fun watching when you have a group of people around you that you, that you vibe with heavy, how much better you can get from person to person, from me to you to Cody yeah. to these guys. And uh, funny thing, just talking about the Evan thing the other day, how this whole podcast kind of started when we were watching Hotboxing. Yeah. I walked into, uh, I went to SW Steakhouse in Vegas the other day, and Tyson Fury's in there. I go see Josh and Jeff. I walk in there, and I went up to him Josh and said hello Jeff, to him. biggest legends in the game, by the way. I walk up to him, and I'm like, dude, the reason I'm doing what I'm doing, this, this podcast and things like that, which he probably has no idea about, right? But I'm like, me and my boy sit down and watch your episode of Hotboxing with Mike Tyson. I'm like, dude, that literally changed the outcome of what I'm doing today and what of the, I remember the party that. between what it is and what it what it should be and getting to a balance of where you can have fun and still uh yep. and and still be successful and continue to grow moving forward. Mm -hmm. And what did you did you get to talk to him? I did. It was great, man. It, it, it was it was really cool. Seems to like have a that sweetheart. Come, man, sick. How was Looking Josh and Jeff? The legends per usual. Same way from the, the first best. time I ever met him with you. Continuing to going around and have random events happening where you're meeting fucking dope people is uh is what it's all about. I don't run into bad people anymore. If you surround yourself with people who are successful and good, it continues to ooze and go down yeah. different cracks to where and it's interesting it, all, though, it all goes together. Because I agree with you, but people who don't aren't in the, the bar scene or in like going out or, you know, going to parties, it's kind of like this blanket idea about that scene that like everyone sucks you know, that, that, you, that you frequent at these bars and these parties. And it's like, if you're not really in that world, it seems extra and it seems like it's dead-ended. But it's just not the case, you know what I mean? Like, you can, I mean, that's where I've, I feel like I've found my wave and I feel like you're right in that sweet spot too, where you're, I mean, we're still partying. We're, I still go, there's times I send it harder than I ever sent it still. And I'm still, there's... I have that bone in my body. It's just a lot less frequent. I'm a lot less frequent than you even, because I just need not even. Good luck, bro. Yeah, you're not even. I'm not really even. You're kicking my ass in that department. Uh, I mean, it's not a kick in the ass. Just like, maybe I'm, I'm kicking I'm, your ass. No, it's a better I mean, way of looking at it. You can't hurt me, dog. I'm built different. <laughs> no, but dude, I'm what I'm saying is like, I can really agree with that initial statement. It's just like, it's really your vibe and your outlook. No, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You, like I said, you can look at party and be like, oh, it's a waste of time. Nothing good will come out of that. It's not true. Like those guys, Josh and Jeff, I was just talking about, they're some of the most successful people I've ever been around. And they're the nicest, most generous, uh, humble guys. And I met them on a wave. And, I, you know, there's, these are the things that would have never happened if you didn't go to L.A. So, you know, we've shit on L.A. in this podcast a decent amount, talking about certain aspects of that. But, you know, at the same time, it is a special place. It attracts some special people. It just also attracts a lot of, a lot of noise too. And the static. connections and people that you meet out there is just as good as any 
where it could ever be. And I met great people out there that I still talk to to this day, but it's all, it's, you know, stuck in the middle of trying to find a balance and, and live super free. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm done with the days of being tied down and having to be looked at as this type of way or have to answer to people. I only answer to myself. Yeah. I only do what I want to do and, and try and find a way to I mean, build you a gotta, schedule and build a balance. Do you, you got to feel good. Like, how do you feel about yourself after? Because, like, what I'm saying is you're still, you're still partying. You're still having a good time. And so am I. I've kind of been partying here more than I have in the last probably six to eight months. But I do feel like when you get, like, confident with the way you're approaching things and the way you feel, I know I've been doing the work when I'm not out. You know, like, I know that I've been in a positive mindset. So it's, it is, it actually really is helpful for me to, like, be out and be on a wave, especially trying to finish an album. But, like, I see, I get value in that as long as I'm looking at it the right way. You know what I mean? As long as I'm approaching, I guess, overall life the right way. Partying is just an extension of it. It's your mindset, the way that uh, you say you're living your life to somebody else on the outside may be viewed yeah. as something that's not, uh, that's not right. Interesting. You, you, you answer to yourself and what you think is right and what you want to be judged by or whatever you say it is. You, you only judge yourself. How was Vegas? How was Vegas this uh, last trip? I mean, man, I, I took it with a smile on my face for losing <laughs> a little bit of money. But, like, <laughs> I keep coming back to this. My, my guys, like, you can put me with three or four of my best dogs and a solid crew and go absolutely Who anywhere. all went out there? It didn't have to be Vegas. We had the normal crew, Cody, Kevin, you know, mm -hmm. I, I got to run into my agent for a little bit, Kingsbury, like some, you know, some guys who I have uh, great connections with. And that, that's what it's all about. Like, I'm surrounding myself with people that I want to be around and want to be around me. And it's a blast. It doesn't get any better. It's real. It's free. It's true. Yeah, for sure. And Vegas, Vegas is one of those spots. You like it more than I do. But once you have a good group of buddies that you can go with and they're connected at the right at the right places, it's, it can be really, really I wouldn't fun. say I like it, so to this day, I walk I'm leaving away with a sour taste in my mouth yeah. every time. I always get my ass kicked, and I don't really like gambling anyway, so it's just kind of, I mean, obviously some of the best, like, big link-ups, there's some big things that go there, obviously, but I don't know, it's not huge for me. Nashville, I fuck with Nashville. How do you, how do you feel? I, I'm just a country, country music guy, man. I'm, I've, my music taste over the years has changed from, like, pure hip-hop and rap to just yeah. almost... 90% country. Yeah. Unless it's an artist that I really know or follow mm -hmm. or what it is. Like, I enjoy it. I enjoy what it does to my mood and my vibe. And it's something that reminds me of being a kid. And I'm slowly starting to get back to things that I used to do as a, uh, as a kid. Mm. I just, I enjoy it. The golf thing's been a huge thing. I didn't do that a lot during my, like, middle years type of thing. Now, when you say you've been on a bender, would you say that you've been playing golf throughout it? Absolutely. My golf club has traveled every single trip with me throughout the that whole says time. something. Yeah, from Cabo to, you know, Vegas to, mm. to here. Stay in both Pitstop and Scottsdale. But you play everywhere? Yeah. How's it been? It's been a blast. Still really shitty at times, still getting a little better somewhere. Yeah. Um, Good and then bad. That's what it is. It's a it's an easy game. You we look what just... happened in the, in the golf tournament this weekend. Yeah. Phil Mickelson's 50 years old. He wins. Crazy. I've watched the last, you know, I watch golf almost every single week from Thursday to, to Sunday, and guys been all over the place to go out and win like that. It's mm. crazy. It's can be really good and really bad. Mm. That uh, we were just up on the roof. You're talking about the spot you played today, the Grove. Grove, awesome. Insane. I mean, really, really good. I, I was talking to the people that were members there, and I'm like, it's crazy how well kept, well maintained. Like you should enjoy this place for what it is because. 
they care how nice this is. You can tell. So. I can tell you guys were Cody we, too. We had Cody. a blast. We got. To, I mean, I played 200 plus rounds of golf last year, and that's easily one of the top 20 best courses I played in the last 200 rounds. Mm. Really, really, really nice. Mm. Love that. Really nice. That's what Nashville is, though. We're gonna play all week. Go to a Preds game. Hopefully, get a little. I saw the Preds hit, hollered at you on uh, great, Twitter. Dude. I just want to go do a chug bud in, in the Preds game. Maybe put it in my pocket. Go do a little chug bud. Probably. Probably. There's no probably. It's gonna happen. We need that. No, my buddy, so the Bustin' with the Boys, shout out to the Bustin' with the Boys. <coughs> they're, uh, this is their their guys, Alex. They, they, I hit them up day of today. Like, I went over and did Ernest last week and met these guys. But day of said, hey, Johnny's coming in, might need you. Kilmer took off. And they uh, they fucking hustled over, set us up. We were talking about Professional this Professional gang over there, Bustin' with the Boys, that whole gang. I like, uh, I like I like the overlap. We're just a bunch of real guys trying yeah. to hang out and, like, kick it and just talk. No, it's a good vibe. They're, they got a is. good vibe here in Nashville. Like, a bunch of people have brought them up to me. And then when you landed, I had already group text with those guys. Like, yo, let's get, you know, let's get bottom line over on the bus. So We're not. We'll be there. We love Barstool. We love Boston. We love the whole little, yeah. whole little umbrella. is a good deal. I think you missed Prez by a day. Prez was here yesterday, right? Yeah, Prez was doing busing. Uh, have you ran into him at all anywhere? I ran into him in South Beach a couple months ago. How's the vibe? Great, great vibe. Yeah. Guy crushes it. He does crush it. <clears throat> I'm, a really habitual, I'm a habitual barstool reader, man. Like, I, uh, for my freshman year in college, every single day, I didn't check any ESPN. I checked check barstool. I know. Everything. It's uh, all day, uploaded it, looked 50 times a day. So, yeah. see what it is now. Barstool's really, really impressive. It's a global media conglomerate, bro. He, it's a big fucking deal. I would argue, given how incredible the overall company has done and since just the growth, the exponential growth, I would argue that his personal just brand development and growth and who he is as a person and like his has been even more impressive. Because it's like, bro, he has like a really interesting reach. Like he's He's gonna fuck around and be like one of the more famous people in the world in like five he, he years. He just doesn't. He just doesn't give. A f he, he gives a fuck in a way about what he believes in. No, his he's good at it. And what he believes in and what he's taught and told himself yeah. is important. He oozes that more than anybody I've ever seen, he which does. is the dopest thing. Which is a great way to live, man. If if you're justified in yourself and your actions and what you believe in, it doesn't matter what the what the fuck it may be. Somebody is gonna differ an opinion from you. Right. This guy's the best, this, that. Somebody's going to completely look the other way and be on the other side of it. But if you believe it in your core and what you think is right and justified, who gives a fuck? Yeah. And he oozes that he has a to, crazy, the, to the most. There's a crazy little touch and feel he has with being, because he, he can be confrontational and he has this army of people, like this tone that, this tone that he's created with Barstool and specifically him when he like, He'll like call you out and it's like slightly joking. It's not ever like serious enough to where you're like, fuck this guy. But he's like kind of trolling you, but like he has this, he has this really good feel where he gets a, he doesn't bother you. Like he does it in There's a way. There's a fine line between being a troll and being a dick. Yeah, he, he just does it. And it's not really even trolly. It's just like part of his personality. Like, yo, if you challenge him, like he'll go out of his way to like dis credit it or yeah, just on the it. shit he's, yeah. he's on top of it but it's it's impressive what he's done with it it really is like i mean can't dude. help but be happy for him the one thing we talk about when we do this is like how much are other homies for sachi blue mm. foley kilmer all the guys get a chance to be a part of it break bread together do the whole thing mm -hmm. together he's got to do that with barstool for 
all of his boys. Mm -hmm. Big Cat, everybody really else. And that's dope. Mm. Caleb, for example, one of our boys, right? We did the Sunday conversation. We did the whole thing. He's the man. The man. When I met him for the first time, bro, and he comes out to me and he's like, I'm going to be a professional golfer. I'm like, fucking dope. How many times you played? He goes, never. <laughs> he's dead serious, too. Dude, dead ass. I'm like walking to the room to do the interview and I'm kind of like joking about it. He's serious. Mm. Obviously, we've all plugged together and done the whole thing and that's made me want to go fucking play golf. Who cares <laughs> if I shoot this? It's like, this is what I want to do in my life and I think I'm good enough and justified and believe in myself enough to do it. Fuck what you Why have not? to think. It's what Why I not? want to do with my time. You do what you want with yours. Yeah. It's interesting. It really is interesting when you, when you say it in layman's terms. I mean, this is part of this is part of what we've talked about as an undertone of this whole thing. But realizing just that, it's just like, dude, why, why the fuck? Why does it even matter? Why does it even impact anyone else? Like, if you're gonna make it and make rent next month, why? The only reason they're gonna, the only reason they'll be like, yo, you know, like you get those comments online and that undertone of like something you're doing with your life that, you know, they might deem like, oh, you're not, you're not like making the proper decision or the correct decision given the God-given talent you've had, right? How does that impact them in any way? It doesn't. It just, just doesn't, though. You know what I mean? And it's hard for, uh, even this day and age, though, just think about it. If you go, bro, every time I go on my phone, less and less every fucking week, really. Because I go on, bro, and someone's upset about something every time, bro. Bro, well, the thing, every is, the time. thing, the thing to do is to just be able to decipher what, fits into what you want to see versus what is just bullshit right. that is there no matter what. That's the part about social media. It's given every single person on the a face voice. of the earth a voice that you see that may affect you. Yeah. This guy that you don't know what it is or whatever says something that affects what you're doing with your day or how you react or how your behavior is. So for me, I use social media as a key more now just to interact with people that I want to. Yeah. And I've been really bad about this over the past course of the year, but definitely getting better. It's just ignoring the bullshit that you see online that doesn't fit the narrative yeah, or so out of sight that you know isn't true. And I focus and look more on the people that I can outreach and continue to meet and continue to network with and continue to try and grow moving forward. Like, for yeah. example, coming to Nashville, I'm like, fuck, man, I want to play some golf. I've had my phone just blow up with people who would love to go do that and have a couple tea times set up. Mm -hmm. But then I'm meeting people, having fun. We'll pay our own way, we'll do whatever, whatever it may be. But still, I'm getting to interact with who I want to right. rather than the people that are chirping about something they have no mm -hmm. idea what it's about. Yeah, no, when I say that, like, I literally found myself being bothered by something. It's, it's hard not to. You, so have I was to literally bothered you have to condition yourself to get to a point yeah. where it doesn't phase you. And I used to be the worst back in the day. When I was in college, fucking chirp you about anything. Yeah. Want to say something to me? Fuck you. Mm. Every time. Mm. It comes, doesn't we, we know that. What do you really win in the battle, though? When you go online from, and you say this about somebody or yeah. this and that, the only way you win in line on something like this is you got more retweets or likes or this or that. In the grand scheme of things, I've been talking about this with all my boys lately, is like, the killing them with kindness and just wishing people the best and and whatever really it may be, but it's it's the way you win. You don't win by chirping somebody harder than they chirped you and getting more people to fucking like it. It's all trash. Yeah, it's all bullshit in the grand scheme of things. Uh, come, me and Cody just talked about this. We, we, it's it's it really it literally comes from a place of like insecurity. That's it. It's it's your own shit, it really your own does. personal problem, your ego, your this, yeah. your that, that makes you feel like you have to respond. I tell Cody this all the time, my bro. 
can't waste your time on people that don't fucking even, you'll never see, never interact with again. They're just chirping you to make your day shittier. Right. Go focus on yourself. Wish people the best. Still shitty at this all the time. Mm. That's the one thing that we talk about on this that I don't even think we really talked about a lot. I think a lot of people have maybe looked at Bald Online in the sense of like, me and you are sitting here like we fucking know it all and we're preaching or doing this and that. Bro, we're fucking human. We're the biggest shit bums on the face of the earth. Yeah. We don't feel like we know anything better than anybody else. This is just our experience and our life through what we see in our lens. And you can vibe with it or you yeah. can't. It's and really, that's really what I want to say about this not, whole show and what we do and why we talk is, yo, know, it's me and one of my boys sitting down, the experience we have through life and you interpret it the way you do or you don't. You vibe with it or you unfollow. Mm. And for me, it's like, I don't want to see shit I don't want to see in my life. Yeah. I follow what I want to follow. I go to what I want to go to. So rock with it. Yeah. And if you don't, I wish you and your family the best and mahalo. <laughs> Dead ass, bro. Do you feel like a lot of people have been chirping you about it? Nah. I just think that's what it is, bro. To my core of like, <laughs> I don't think anybody's you been chirping mahalo. me about anything. <laughs> it's just to the point of like, that's what I feel like this is. Yeah. I want to get our message of what we do and why we do this. We're not preaching. Man, I was This gonna... is what I see through my lens. You either you either come to it a little bit and see it or you don't yeah. have to. I mean, I think, I don't know. I'm, my fans definitely know just because they've followed. I've had the other podcasts and they, I mean, dude, if I was, if I was going to, if I was going to wait to do podcasts before I felt like I knew what I was doing and you know, felt ready, like I could really do it to the top elite level. Like, I wouldn't even, I would, wouldn't even be starting yet. You know what I mean? I just started having these conversations, but like the overall undertone is like, I just try to share things that I know have helped me. I can at least sit in my chair right now and look at the guy who was two years ago, really. Like I have a really crystal clear view of that guy. We were both, I, in, we were both in way different but places I don't two like, years ago. I don't like that guy at all Whatsoever. comparatively to like, and, and not that I was wronging anyone or anything, but I just wasn't on a, the vibe was slightly negative and like very, a lot of expectations. Like even just in my day to day, the mundane things, like the expect, taking things for granted and just, it was, so it's really easy for me to have these conversations. And I think people can tell they're candid and not coming from, cause really I'm just trying to talk through the things that I'm going through and I'm learning. I know it's helped me, so I share it. You know what I mean? And, and if I still try and learn from you and see things you do, whether it's through social media or calling you or whatever it may be, but like your normal day of like what you do, your meditation, your vibe, just spending time with yourself, doing shit like that. Like I'm still still working on that. Yeah, you max, need but I'm learning through it and trying yeah. to like. I know what I feel like I need to work on. I know where I'm at. And you just keep growing. You keep going. Exactly. I've literally been through it with my guys because they're like, they all like kind of big leagued all the meditation and the, they came around, they started coming around too, but it took a long time. So even you just like thinking about it, that's the beginning of you being able to do it. You know, because something in you is telling like, oh, that's interesting. You know, like I, I would do that. You know, I, I can just, know in my life right now that I, like it's not a, I say I'm gonna do something, do it right away type of thing for me in my life. Yeah. Like if I know something I feel like is gonna make me better or I need to work on, like sometimes it takes me a little bit to ease into it. And I'm still at a point in my life that over the last couple of years, I've, I haven't had to do a ton of shit that I've been uncomfortable with. Like I've just done whatever I want to do, whenever I want to do it and shit's cushy and yeah. chill and fucking 
I'm a pampered little bitch, mm. pretty much. We've but talked now, about this. I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone to get, be able to go into places of getting to the point of doing things that I don't want to do all the time. I think it'll make me hella better. I'm still, each step is still a place where I know I'm supposed to be doing it. I know I want to do it, but I'm slower than probably wouldn't be anticipated. Yeah. I mean, that's just something at one point it's going to switch. It's going to go off and be like, I'm ready to do it. You now know we're getting I mean? there. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm thinking of when you say this? Hot yoga. <laughs> and for we, me, we talked about this on the phone. Though. For yeah. me, yeah, on the phone. Like, for me, it was like, I, this literally, I remember having that conversation with you and just being like, man, it's so humbling. Like, these old women, like, are kicking my ass in there. I like the story of what happened from it whenever you walked outside and that guy asked you for some money. Yeah, yeah, I go, I'm literally borderline hyperventilating. I left the class early. It was so hot in there, bro, and I was hungover. I was pretty sure I thrown off a bean the night before. <laughs> but I didn't miss that. I go to class, I fucking borderline die in there. I get out. I'm like soaked in sweat, laying on the ground in this fucking shopping plaza, and this dude who works out, like, who cooks the ribs at this, like, meat, uh, the fuck was it? I can't think of the word. It wasn't like a meat, it was like a meat shop store where you like buy butcher, kind of like a butcher in that ballpark. And uh, we caught a crazy vibe. I, I, t I sat and talked to him for like 45 minutes. Just had like the best conversation. And I really hadn't done that with like a stranger in such a long time. I was living in my little bubble of like, but it was, and he was like, yeah. Can not exactly remember some of the points he had? He, had, he said some crazy shit. Oh, so speaking on that, like I'm uh, just from doing the podcast, we obviously haven't been around each other <clears throat> a ton, but it's crazy seeing what it does with my interactions with people around town or in Scottsdale or Old Town or shit. Yeah. The first night we had no mask in Scottsdale, we go out, me and Ruby, and we're like, oh, we're going to bounce around, do this, and it was so packed. It's crazy. I just need to go breathe for a second. I go upstairs, sit at the bar, just having a drink and this guy comes up. Crazy how much I'm able just to interact and converse with strangers who are like, yo, what's up, man? Listen to the pod, nice to meet you, pleasure. My interactions with people are better. It's way more chill and laid back because I feel like one of the guys now. It's what it feels like after doing this. 100%. We start talking, he's like, man, me and my pops will never forget the day you guys beat Alabama, the, these plays. I remember him sending me the highlights, the whole thing. Start chopping it up. Probably 30 minutes go by, and I was exchanging numbers with this guy. Like, oh, gonna go have lunch with him, doing the whole thing. The very end of it, I'm like, bro, you don't know me. I don't know you. Just from what we've sat and talked today, do you think I got anything to be ashamed of? And the fact that I'm even at this point right now in my life where I can just go up to a guy and chop it up like that, and like, yeah. obviously, this guy gets my vibe, and just ask him, and he and he goes, man, I see both sides of it. I see the side of what people thought you should be, and I see the life that you still live and the person that you've never changed from what I've seen in my eye. Mm. I'm like, dap him up. We're going to have lunch soon. Love that. Just cool at the point of my life, what this podcast has done for me, just to be able to have people come up and chop it up. Yeah. I almost get an episode of Ball Don't Lie with random people around the street sometimes in the right setting, right? Yeah. It's not all the time. Oh, I do, too. Like, there's times where I'm in the club, I'm like, boy, you're chirping my ear off. We got to... <laughs> Still, yeah. like it's it's been fun to see like what it's done. I've enjoyed the hell yeah. out of it. Yeah, I could I could speak to it honestly. I've I've obviously been doing podcasts myself longer, but my interactions out there have definitely been different. People definitely have a different window into who we are, and just being able to, I think that's why podcasts are such a big hit. It's because you can really feel 
when you know something's like literally on the fly and, and authentic and you could just feel it, it's, um, it's different than having a favorite actor play a role that, you know, or, or even just like the more mainstream media approach to interviews and conversations and I scene. think it's dope that people sit around and fucking listen to us chop it up. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even if no one was fucking listening, we'd fuck, I think that's, that's what I try to tell I, I people. I said if one person came back and was like, fucking, this helped me, I'd be like, oh, that's sorry. it. I'm, I'm not doing it. I get it, so many of those. Talk, I'm not doing this to be a number one fucking podcast and this and that and do this. But I just want to try and help some people and speak a little bit and talk and share a little bit of my story and what, go to, what goes on through my lens, and I'm vibing. Well, you could say hard. that, but bottom line, the, the branding and the bottom line stuff we've launched since... I want to, yeah, since, since I saw you, but I think the bottle live thing is really fucking cool. And the branding Foley's been doing is really cool. I think we've dropped a few. We're going to drop sure, another one. Sure, merch. Yeah. The, the, all the really stuff cool. is, is great. And I think, uh, I think we get to the point where we're talking about doing this moving forward. It's like, we want to go around to some college campuses and, get start, and start doing some of this stuff. Like, I would love nothing more than go to, you know, five, six show college campuses. But dude. And just have a live ball don't lie, bro. Dude, I, I I think that's something we fucking. It will be a bottle like if we did a bottle live mini tour within my music tour, right? Or who can beat me and Mike at fucking beer pong? That's that's the Belina Cup. We got all <laughs> types of tours to do, <laughs> but but the fucking bottle lie, the bottle lie. You come on, I play. I'm playing in college towns a lot of the time, so you go on. We'll set up with the campuses, and you go out and play around with you know on the on the college campus and like play with the team or you know, whatever, and just, like, do a ball, don't lie. Like, that could be a really cool vlog thing where, like, you you know, having a fan yep. in each in each town and come out and play as your partner and you play on the local. What are the, you know? uh, what are the chances we're going to get you on the golf course soon? I don't, I can't say they're high. And I'll tell you why. You can throw a 95-mile-an-hour fastball, but you can't hit a golf ball that's still... No, no, I'll tell you why. Because I feel like for me to go, like, if I were to start playing golf right now, I think I'd be okay, right? And you're going to suck. Yeah, I would suck, for sure. But I think I would be okay to the point where I'd be like, ooh, if I played for a while, I could get good at this. And I already don't feel like I have enough time to do the shit I want to do. And I know golf can be really meditative for people and really peaceful and all that shit, which I love. So, yes, I will play. But for me to get good at it, I'd have to spend so much time. It's like starting. Who says you have like, to be? Who says you have to be good at it in the next five years? But I'm gonna want to. Is my point. So if I go there and I get and I step in the water and my toes, my toesies get wet. We got life. I'm gonna wanna, we got music. We got podcasts. We got partying. We got a whole bunch of other shit. <laughs> but at least golf can be a little bit up, other than. No, I agree. It could it could evolve to be in. It could have could evolve into a category. Oh, I'm just gonna go ahead and you don't have a fucking choice. Mm -hmm. So. Let's put it that way. You got to come play. Have you seen my hack? I've I've been around a couple of your. Uh, what do you think about it? Work in progress. You pretty, ask Max Homo what you th what he thinks. Pretty bad. About it. We'll send it to Max. I'll send it to him on. Max on will Twitter have a field day. He's been waiting for this. I ran into Max and uh, he's actually the next Y and K podcast coming out. We had a great. I saw that today. Um, I ran into Max after he played the Valpro. The Val. What was it? The Valspar. 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 Yes. And he kind of. He, you know, he had a disappointing last day, but he had a great weekend. And I, I was in town. I stayed an extra night because he was like, yeah, let's go out. So we went out. Fucked up Tampa as much as you can fuck up Tampa. <laughs> and when I mean fucked up Tampa, I mean we played beer pong in the parking lot at McDenton's. You know that, that like, Irish bar? Have you been over there? Probably no. never. 
He's like, why would I, why would I ever go to Tampa? <laughs> I actually love Tampa. It kind of has a great vibe. I'm not mad at it. Um, but had a great, sh like, he legit kicked my ass in beer pong. It's about, it's what, it's he, what's about to happen in, in half an hour. Don't say that. We do this every time. We do this dance. Don't say that. Still an ego thing, obviously. Did you, uh, did you ask, what, uh, podcast. ask Kevin what happened the other night? Still uh, co-anchors that <laughs> don't fucking agree on this topic. <laughs> I ran Kevin for, for big digits the other night. It got yeah. ugly for him. Won't run me for big digits right now. All right. What do you think about... Actually, this is, great, this is a great intro to this, and we can end here. Let's ask, let's ask the, the people, uh, our listeners. What do you think about a little high-stakes game of uh, beer pong, Belina Cup, me versus you? As long as you stream it and people get to see oh, it. Oh, we're going to stream it. I mean, you were in the Blina Cup and you got kicked out. You got knocked out in the first round, so. There's, <laughs> there's percentages that go to this, uh, this history. It's not, we're not going to talk about it. I would love nothing. You actually shot well. I would love nothing more. The main question I have for you is like, uh, should we go down Broadway? Yeah. Yeah. What time is it right now? Go time. Time for Broadway. <laughs> Good to have you back, sir. So you're going to be here, what, a few weeks? Forever. Forever? All right, cool. at least a couple. Good to have you back. We're back. Bottom line.